Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of Line Check. Today we're going to be talking to you about releasing music independently. The do's, don'ts, and disasters. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. That's off the top of your one, head. Oh my goodness. One, two, one, two. One, two, one, two. I'm still one, floored by the intro. Yeah! What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think we're live. I think we're live. So what is the point? It's a question I've been asking myself a lot um, these past couple of Recently, months. Recently, um, yeah. With a complete void, lacking, gaping more where the uh, wow. creative industry was, um, I've often been asking myself, what is the point? It feels like there's no real response when we don't have you know a, a live environment to be able to play music and actually feel a response like like there's you know yeah we've talked something about down that, that people yeah, that people want it yeah it's, it's, yeah it's a theme that's come up quite a lot but we're going to be talking today mainly about um releasing music independently and the trials that you go through in doing that because fiona recently you've released a single Yes, Graceless by Geffergeist or Geffargeist or G for Geist, whatever the hell you want to call it. That's all fine. Jafar! I'm really really enjoying it. Jafargeist needs glasses. (laughs) It's time to say goodbye to Prince Uh. Abu. So, yeah. um, But, yes, I just released a single and I'm still... It was on 30th October and I'm still, obviously, doing that hustle and uh, emailing everybody that I find and and, yeah posting everything and just aiming for loads of promotion and that kind of thing to get people to listen to the single which is very draining but it's rewarding if and when folk get back to you um but currently just feeling a little bit tired of (laughs) all the because the creative stuff was done ages ago the song was completed (laughs) at like the start of the year um just needed harp on it really and then since the weeks leading up to the release so like about four weeks before and now we're at a week and a half after and i've not stopped emailing people and posting <laughs> mm. things and uh yeah it's important to point out if, if you haven't released stuff um yourself yet or you're listening to this to think thinking about getting into the industry and releasing some music Unfortunately, the promo doesn't stop once the sound, like once the track is released. No, and I think that's not. one thing that if I anything, always it's forget. More work. Yeah, because once it's out, like, oh, release Jigsaw. It's then like, oh well, there's, there's the pressure. There's the pressure to um <laughs> to get it heard by people and to yes. post the reviews that you might have already got, or then any Check reviews that the come out after numbers it and, every couple and, of seconds. And try and make yeah. it like a a constant momentum i suppose you don't you don't want to lose you don't want to lose any of the momentum that you've got trying to build up hype yes. for a song coming out and then it just sort of once it's not new it's, it's not out. new yeah once yeah. it's not new it's old um <laughs> basically there's no way very between. insightful thank you <laughs> indeed fiona liddell 20 what year are we in 2020 um no i completely agree like you have to keep 
reminding people constantly, even your own fan base, <laughs> fan base even yourself, that <laughs> the song is out and encourage people to go and stream it or download it or whatever you prefer or buy a physical CD because some people are back to doing that now. Um, mm. What I kind of want to talk about is a little bit to do with the people you contact. So we could spend this episode recommending some people because I have I know a bunch of them that have been super helpful to me in releasing Graceless and I'm sure you do too because you've released loads of singles over the last however many years I have and I am far more tired for it <laughs> oh yes now I got a message the other day and be like I get it now I finally get it uh, <laughs> I've been doing this for eight years oh. son <laughs> <laughs> but I thought about what might be quite Music nice for anyone <laughs> For anyone who hasn't released anything yet or anyone who's plan- who just wants to release music in general or is going to release more music, what we could do is suggest some people who we've contacted who've really helped us out, who've been nice, um, who've actually responded, that kind of thing. And we could also just touch on who maybe to avoid, maybe without naming too many names, just in a general sense. Mm. Hubmet Club, I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> use fake names and it'll be fine so jack who would you recommend say i was just an artist releasing a new single and i was like who did you hit up to give you promotions or reviews or radio play or any of that stuff and you had to give me like your top three people that you've contacted who would you say top three people um top three people organizations radio stations you know you name it i think the best thing to do is always start local um it's mm-hmm. it's very easy to overlook just how many people are working in the same industry as you locally. Maybe you don't know them, but they're in the same city yeah. or a city across. I can't even begin to list how many people I've stumbled across during this release um, mm-hmm. that I, I didn't even know were either like bands doing like some really cool releases and really cool yeah. music that might even just be down the road from me that I'd never heard of before. Um, mm-hmm. And the evidence is all there. You can see all these people that have been trying to like you know plug and grind their stuff as well yeah. for years and you can see how like long they've been a band or mm-hmm. how long they've been formed and what they've been posting about and yeah. i think it's really interesting to see just how much is there that we maybe don't see when we're only thinking it's about our own stuff so mm-hmm. i think start local is my first it's my first thought see if there are any local radio stations there's a lot of really really welcoming yeah welcoming and hugely varied um local radio stations that accept all sorts of genres mm-hmm. and uh i think one of the one of the ones i'd put up top is hidden gems with reverend jim yes i love him our man and he I loves love us. him <laughs> he's he he's is on the loveliest guy and he plays such a wide east variety end of community music. radio east end community radio i mm. think is what it's I called. So. I think it's actually based in Glasgow, which I suppose is kind of it is. For me. It is, yeah. Um, but Hidden Gems with Jim um, is always looking for indie artists to play on the show. He usually does a lovely, um, big talk about the song and the artist beforehand and a little bit afterwards. So if you want some feedback, Jim is also your guy to go to because I've yeah, got you can tell he really puts a lot of videos. time and effort yeah. into listening to each song and gives you intricately, like, yeah. He breaks down his. He's thoughts paying of attention. It and, <laughs> exactly, and that's yeah. that's so rare. I think. Um, it's all it's all too easy to you know copy and paste an email template and send it out to a hundred people and that might work you might get a response from some people but i (laughs) feel i feel like it's um, actually really difficult let's not get that twisted yeah you're right it 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 sounds easy but it it does take time it's (sighs) mind-numbing work trying to promote yourself but i think that um in doing so you have to really believe in it as well i think if 
if mm-hmm. you don't if you just go eh, i'll send it to everyone and i'll not invest the time to you know talk to someone about it given i always start with a personal thing about you know like i hope they're well this is how i found you and i thought i'd let you know about this thing that's how i always mm. start it and it's a hundred really of them good. but still it's it's a personal touch rather than just hello bleh. yes <laughs> yeah. a terrible impression of a, a template email through audio mime which makes no sense but yeah if you start with a little personal note i think it does really help because it shows you've actually researched who you're emailing it's not just a blanket email you know yeah you don't want to potentially throw away a good interaction for the sake of saving a couple of minutes because exactly a lot of these people will get you know hundreds of emails and submissions yes what's also worth for me is at the end saying we understand you probably get a lot of emails but we optimistically hope for here hope to hear from you soon and they'll always mm-hmm. if they do come back to me they'll always say <laughs> you're right we get so many emails and then you know so if it makes yeah. them laugh as well or just catches their eye a little bit it works because they they do receive thousands of emails yeah i think it's important to remember that these are people too yeah they don't have to respond to you yeah yeah if it seems like you're not putting in enough you know effort with them it's just a copy and paste or maybe you you get their name wrong because you copied and pasted something else it's like well i mean we've all done that if if i was if i was um you know running a a blog or a a radio station someone called you john you'd be like well bye it's a first impressions thing, isn't it? Really? Yeah, it is a first impressions. And if you if you get to know someone, and then they they know your style, and they you know they get more what you're about in terms of mm-hmm. what you want to do with your music and how you want to release it, then usually they'll be a lot more open to more. Yeah. Um, I think that's important. I think an interesting point to add to it is a lot of the people that you might be emailing maybe don't get paid for doing what they do. Yes. And I think Correct that that's well. really it's important to remember that just because they maybe do it for free or they do it for other artists because doesn't love mean music that and stuff, you know yeah. everyone's going to like you your it. music. Yeah, n- yeah. You, no one owes you anything, and it's totally it's totally fair if they don't like your music. Um, yeah, because a lot of it comes down to taste. Yeah, I had a really nice email the other day just to give an example from do you know for the love of bands or like a playlist and review site i think it no? rings it rings a bell rings a but bell. It, might, it might be new to it me. does it mainly does spotify playlists but i got an email back from them just saying uh hi it's not really a good fit for us and like a, a nice template offering like pr help and all that stuff and i emailed back just on the off chance saying hi thanks for your response any chance i could get slightly more details feed, feedback because i thought this was a good fit and they said just yeah of course you can ask for that um, we're mainly about bands. We don't really do a lot of electronic music apart from our synth pop stuff, which doesn't this doesn't really fit. Thanks very much and best of luck in the future. And I was like, perfect, thank you. Like mm. negative feedback doesn't always mean yeah, they mm. hate the it, song. Yeah, it, it can be constructive, and I think there's a lot that you, you can, can take ask away for from, that as well from mm. feedback that you maybe didn't want or weren't expecting. Um, <laughs> and and this this is the thing when you email like about a hundred people or something. Chances yeah. are, maybe only like ten, if that, will get back yeah. to you. It's it's, it's very rare to, to to get a lot of responses back, and I think it's yeah. The reason why I've had a big response to all the emails I've done is because I think I've sent out like close to two hundred, yeah, <laughs> probably. So if you send out a lot of emails and include like a personal message at the top and a slight understanding of how busy they must be at the bottom, I think those mm-hmm. three things will really increase your chances of getting a like at least an amicable response and maybe some feedback Mm. or they'll be like yes of course we'll do this thing for you yeah totally 
I think that that's that's where I'd start. But here's here's a an yeah, interesting question, start. which I think can be quite dividing for for some people. <laughs> How do you feel about paid reviews, like paying a blogger to review? your track and then post about it honestly i'm not sure yet and that's well i am sure i do i agree to some extent with the the blogs and the the newspapers arguments of saying we need a donation to Mm. keep the blog running and to pay the people who are doing the review i get that so i i understand their side of it at the same time nobody's paying me and at the same Mm -hmm. time I am releasing my own song, though this is my choice, so maybe I just got to eat it <laughs> to get it, the review. It definitely feels a lot like when you're doing things independently, you eat a lot of it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, you you're get not, handed a lot of, yeah. like, well, this is this is the way the industry works. And I think whilst well, there yeah. are a lot of flaws with the way the industry works and how it's, you know, it maybe feels like it doesn't really rely much on meritocracy, where in places mm-hmm. it should... Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just who you know and complete luck, which is the way it's always kind of been. But I think you know the fact that it's become now a lot more um, affordable and easily accessible to be able to make yeah. and record music and then release it for effectively Save money buttons. there, I guess. And you don't have to put on um, a gig right now either, so that's some money mm, saved. True, <laughs> true. I mean, you never have to put on a gig. It's just, I guess, if you no. wanted to do it live. Um, but like back in the day when it was just all record companies, the fact that it was so expensive and so prohibitive to be able to record the record companies and record labels essentially held the entire market and just drowned everything out with how much expendable capital they had i saw a really good argument with the whole um just small indie artists like promoting their music and stuff someone was saying do you think michael jackson's management team didn't pay for huge adverts all over the all over america for thriller do you think they just it just got listeners because of its own merit like yes it's amazing but they needed to advertise and that's what we need to do as well and advertising has never been free (laughs) yeah advertisement doesn't change and it's like it sucks to shell out a lot of money on a project that you don't have much of a budget for if if any budget really because it's it's totally fair to not have any budget and even if you do have a budget people might not listen to it you might have all the promo and all the reviews and all the everything and people just still aren't pressed and play and that is yeah. confusing. I think it's also important to state that whilst a review is really helpful, maybe you can use it as a quote uh, to like yep. sucker someone else in to the ne- to the ne- <laughs> for the next listen to be like Janice Forsyth oh, literally no. said Janice Forsyth twenty twenty. And, and, and then so maybe people go, oh, cool. If that person's saying that about it, I listen to their show a yeah, lot. Yeah, that's or, fair. Okay. You know, I know they have a similar music taste. That's great. Say, um, you can get a review from a certain blogger for £10 or £15 yeah, or whatever. Yeah, £10. Um, I agree completely that they should be getting paid for their work because writing and listening mm-hmm. to music and going through all that is, it does Such take time. Stress. And I think especially if, <laughs> so, if they're doing sorry. it for free and yes. get maybe 50 submissions a day, it's yep. like if you prioritise the blog more than themselves personally and you know needing to eat and having time to do other things maybe if they have a different job if they're not a professional well, yeah, blogger. yeah imagine doing 10 like if it was a like a whatever it is per word whatever the standard is a tenor for a, an article about a song every day isn't gonna you know get you a tesco meal deal maybe three times but it's not gonna pay the rent so like, yeah exactly they need something so, else 
I get that a lot of work goes into it and it's not just, oh, you get to listen to music all day and then like, you know, write a little bit about it. Now that is work as well, but I completely agree. Work, I think yeah. I think this is a, a conversation we'd had before recording this where it's like it it feels a bit unfair because the musicians that are the one with the product aren't getting yeah. paid you know it's like and that's and after people we've invested. don't have to buy our product to listen to it i think yeah in and, this that, digital and, age. That's, and that's after having invested x amount of money in recording it maybe in a studio getting it mixed and mastered uh if you use session musicians that we spend money on yeah yeah paying paying for them getting to and from the place maybe if you want to do a video as well that's a whole other process and sometimes even more expensive and then yep. if you want to promote it whether you you know place some ads on facebook you do a boosted post you try and get some some other reviews or blogs or playlisting like there's a there's so much money in playlisting yep. there is uh, and, uh, oh we're going to go on to the thing i really want to talk about in a minute oh, carry God, yeah, on with what I'm you were saying practically foaming <laughs> at the mouth um yeah <laughs> like, often we rage it's it's so easy to almost spend you know upwards of maybe even nearly a grand trying to get oh, geez, everything in place for like a track that's a that's really yeah, good one quality track, one EP. a video for mm -hmm. it or like a, you know a couple of tracks if you're doing it as a single and b-side to me it doesn't make sense to just go oh well i'm not paying for any promotion because then it's like well you've you've already put you've, you've already this hard you showed this that you're willing it. to put x amount of money let alone the time yeah. and the talent to write it and produce it and yeah. want to do it to then not even want anyone to hear it and i i get that that sounds very like hardball and devil's advocate <laughs> because i'm trying to be i suppose but if people want to support it then people should be able to support it either yeah. without you paying for them to support it because they want to or mm -hmm. because they want to also donate and pay for it because they, they value it as a product but i think yeah that, it's, um, it's a tough thing where the market yeah. has decided on the market you spotify and apple let's be honest and all the others yeah. have decided that music is now just completely free uh, and i suppose with the whole internet a digital age thing you can't really argue that it's not <laughs> anymore um yeah. and on the other hand bloggers and papers and everybody else and playlisters have decided that their product is their uh, advertising services are not free so we have two already established sort of precedents for both those things music is free promo is not free yeah it's interesting I mean? because yeah absolutely it's uh, a really good point because i was looking at um th there was this blog that i was getting in touch with um and they said that they give them charged. a fake name like <laughs> <laughs> um, no i will give them no name um, <laughs> oh, boo. but yeah Fair so enough. they were saying oh like a, a post about the single is x amount, x amount. Mm. um and i looked at their platform and i saw their website and their following on social media and stuff and that's and like it's it's all totally fine i'm not at all trying to rag on someone for not having like a million patrons and a million followers um, it's but, still a good point though whenever someone says i can do this for you for this much money check check their reach check their following you gotta check look where many, it's how going. much engagement their posts get exactly you have to check because that otherwise if it's somebody with 40 followers saying hey i'm gonna charge you 15 pounds to do a post on my page about your song and they just copy and paste your epk that's a scam oh my god Oh That's a scam. Okay, all right, we're getting we're getting closer and closer. We're, we're getting inching it. towards what we really want to say, but yeah, oh, it's no. it's um difficult because whilst I want 
you know, I, I naturally I'm inquisitive and I want to hear what they think about it because I'm, I'm searching for validation and approval um, because I've sunk hundreds are. of hours into this project. Mm-hmm. Um, but equally, it kind of feels like I can look at I can look at someone's reach and say I have more reach than they do socially, like on online. There you go. But I get that that's it's not going to be the same. People, it's a different right? if, audience, though. Yeah, exactly. If I if I have say like a thousand followers, and you know, we all know that Facebook intentionally um, like limits what it actually shows to people, people following your page because they want you to pay for ads. That's that's part of the deal. Woo. Um, but if I have a thousand on Facebook and they have five hundred, that doesn't mean that I have twice as many people that like that music. Like. That could yes. be, hey, I could get 500 people who haven't heard of me before to maybe hear mm-hmm. of me. And so that's, to that's, hear your song, exactly. Different, it's bringing it to new audiences. Yeah, it's different audiences and different circles. I think engagement is key, though. I think people, you want to look for how many likes each of these posts that they've done for other singers. Stop closing the doors, people. Sorry. <laughs> <You> just hear <laughs> like, slam, slam, slam. Come on and slam. What is this? Um, <laughs> a, a pendulum album. Uh, we got there in the end, everybody. Hey, you did it. <laughs> King of comedy, Jack. Thanks. You are marooned on a small island. <laughs> <laughs> I think engagement is almost more key than the followers or the likes that the page has because people are actually looking at the thing that they're posting mm. and liking yeah, it or commenting on it. I think that's more of an indication of how many folk are actually seeing this than the amount of follows they have. As you say, the algorithm is really tricksy and it doesn't mm. want p- to show everybody every post you make because you ad money would the, be better yeah. for them. Um, and so everyone's doing check. that all the time, right? Like there's always yes. so many people <laughs> posting everything. How do you How do you expect to cut through it because Who's your post for three pounds a day <laughs> to reach three thousand new people. You could reach up to seven point nine k bots. Great. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of way back with Echoburs when our friend, um, as like a surprise, bought us like something stupid like eight thousand followers for the band, and it was all like just kind of fake accounts from thailand and stuff and he was like oh doesn't that look good and i was like no that looks like we paid for a bunch of bots to like our page you oh my god i really hope they didn't Sorry. spend too much money on that ah <laughs> uh, we forgave and forgot and yeah i think he realized afterwards that was a bit of a daft move because somebody who has eight thousand follows and their posts or whatever get like nothing that is suspect <laughs> yeah it's a little bit sus super sus because we all know how difficult it is to get people to you know like your page or follow you and you've managed to get 8,000 people and you've got like two posts please like my page and follow me at Jack <laughs> <laughs> you know what no I'm not even going to say my social media that's how I'm just like I'm off this today you're I'm having a, a day off I'm having a run um, but yeah we're talking about if you're sorry to go back around again if a blog offers you uh, a review or uh, you know a shout out or anything like that check look at their examples a lot of them are very kind and kindly will send you an example of something that they're offering now which I think is really good um, but have a look at it see how much engagement it's getting see how many likes they have and yeah make, a, make an estimate in your head of whether it's worth it or not I think so I feel like we're drawing nearer and nearer and we're only a, a, head's, br- a head's breath or whatever it is, you know. We're close. Bread. Let's say that. We're, <laughs> we're close Bread. to, um, to talking about to the, real. The, the big one. The thing on our minds is platforms 
where it's intentionally built up to submit to curators yes let's go with i'm not gonna say submit hub (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna bleep out submit hub every time it comes up but all right here's the thing the idea is with with submit hub from what i can gather from my experience of it is that you run a campaign for your song on the site and you choose the genres you do a little pitch and you pick the people you want to send it to that can be labels that can be playlist curators or it can be yeah music like zines or blogs that kind of thing is that correct <laughs> i'd say so yeah like th- there are a lot of um, different avenues that you can follow now on submit hub you yes. can send it to bloggers curators um playlisters even instagram and tiktok influencers now so they're really like, even diversifying. them holy even christ TikTokers, uh, we could get 12 year olds flossing <laughs> to our sad songs get a million so likes weird. and still no engagement that'd be really weird imagine la and so i'm gonna do that for you i'm gonna do your video of me flossing and put la on top of it for tiktok please please do let's both you make have to TikTok pay me 12 dollars though to, and i'll write back saying love it no one dollar for um, every year i am every year the problem that i have with submit hub is the fact that you get to put your things in front of all these instagram and tiktok and labels and bots and everybody you have to buy credits or premium credits on the site there are some free credits but the the options you have for them are very 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 limited and you're not guaranteed any feedback from what i can gather if that's right yeah i i think you you have different options you can you can ask uh for feedback that they're not allowed to copy and paste um you can also um say feedback doesn't matter but then they have to listen to 90 seconds of the track instead of the first 30 or something like that yeah something like that there's different there's a there's a bunch of premises you have to pay for all of them though like you have to pay if you you have to pay for premium credits you can't ask for this stuff if you're using free credits i'm fairly certain yeah um but you can set your own precedent so you have to listen to the whole song a bit of the song whatever and they have to give personalized feedback which is grand i'm gonna give a bit of advice now to anyone who wants to use submit hub when submitting and it will take a bit longer um, and I realise I made this mistake, I think, this time around. Look at who you're submitting to and, again, find their websites, find the playlists, find all the stuff and check that you are a good fit. I'm going to say that because um, you'll save yourself a lot of heartache if you do that before you submit. And a lot of not money. Not necessarily. <laughs> well, I know not necessarily. <laughs> I'm saying you'll have you'll better your chances. I, and, again, this is not me. I don't know if this is true. This is me saying I'm next time around if I'm going to use it. I don't think I am. But if I was going to use it, I would do that. And I think if Submit Hub was to hear this, they would also say, "How are you looking at who you're actually sending this stuff to?" Because mm-hmm. I didn't. I think I went electronic pop. Who wants it? Nobody. Great. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 cutthroat and it's really brutal. Because, it's really cutthroat. Yeah. And and here's the thing: because okay. so many people <laughs> have flocked to this new service because like a lot of music blogs that maybe have a, a big following um people would traditionally go and go onto their website find their email and spam them and that's how they i mean yeah that's what getting, i've done to a lot of people know, over the last oh yeah yeah that's totally that, that's that's like the way it, it, it's been done for for years and years ever since i was a child um but it feels like when you get super big or you have like a yep. really well-respected blog and a lot of people send you like 100, 200 things a day. Obviously, they need to find a way to filter through it because 
um, I guess the, the thing with credits is it's it's less about the actual money maybe and more that someone goes, okay, I I see that your time is worth something, so I'm willing to front you a quid. There you go, yeah. So that um, so, so that listen you listen to, to my track my soul, as opposed yeah. to seeming like bribery, um, because yes. a, you know paying paying for something using you know some people demand three or so premium credits, which is essentially three quid to listen to the first three thirty quid, seconds yeah. or so. Yeah. Um, and whilst whilst again that does come back to the whole belief that yes all creatives should get paid for their work uh-huh. and and writing and like listening to music and analyzing it and running a blog or any form of platform is work yeah. we thank you for the fact you're willing to actually you know promote Absolutely. and support artists in general and yes you're making money off it though <laughs> yeah and <laughs> I it's think like it's the thing. this all still comes at the expense of the worker Yes. Get that hammer and sickle out. Um, oh, yes. I just want to say very quickly, my personal experience was met hub from the last single I released, Graceless. And this might this can be cut. If you think it's too on the nose, you can cut this, Jack. He's editing this today because I don't think I'll be able to. I'll be like, oh, no, cut it all. Let's put it all in the bin so we are able to work with blogs again. Um, <laughs> I put forward about 30 pounds or something for premium credits and sent my song off to you know lots of electronic what what i thought were like electronic um playlisters and bloggers and that kind of thing and i got 19 rejections um all with personal feedback which was really you know it was a good touch i suppose um but i feel like i've come away from submit hub spent i've spent 30 quid to get 19 surprise punches in the face yeah you paid 30 quid to get bullied (laughs) (laughs) and that's not a good feeling for the artist maybe that's not everyone's experience who's used submit help but for me that's how i've come away feeling and i don't think that should be submit hubs i know it's not it's probably not submit hubs intention but that's how i feel as an artist going on there now and I mm. subsequently deleted my account after my final... The final blow was, I think, someone saying the vocals were out of tune. I was like, that's it. Nope, done. Nope, can't. Two years of work down the drain. Can't do it. Um, <laughs> I think you <laughs> definitely have to have... Much. You definitely have to have really thick skin to do this yes. as the artist as well. I think if you were maybe managing fronts, yeah. someone else <laughs> and you could be this... Uh, this this lovely supportive brick wall standing between the yeah, two. Yeah, if someone was filtering nice. the negativity, that. But nice. if it's but if it's these things that you yourself feel insecure about on an off day, and you think, oh, I'm not good. I'm I'm not a good guitarist. I'm not a good singer. I'm not as good as I want to be. I and someone else goes, you're correct. Yeah, if you compare yourself very easily to a lot of other people, which I always do, if someone yes. then goes, yeah, you aren't really all that good, then it's like, oh. <laughs> Thanks. And this is the Thanks thing. for the two quid. You're shit. <laughs> yeah, like, th- this is the thing. It's it's so like some of the because I've I've done a couple of campaigns on Submit Hub before, and I think okay. overall okay, I've submitted to about forty two people, and I've been accepted by one. I got declined one. by another one, but they still wanted to share it. And I think that this is this is <laughs> weird. Re- this is really where we're getting into it. Oh, it's God. the crux of it all. Where um where because they have to give feedback and you know, no one wants to just be outwardly mean, right? Like a lot of these yeah, people. Yeah, of course not. I mean I will are probably say none of them were mean. To, yeah. I think a lot of these people are probably just finding a way to Reject say something it. nice but also Reject it. Love it, declined, that kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> 
Yeah, absolutely. It's like best song I've heard like, this year. Declined. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, it was so amazing. I play it to my kids every night. They can't fall asleep without listening to your single. It cured my lymphoma. No, declined. <laughs> right, it's, it's like it does feel like that sometimes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Here's the thing. Maybe I should just go into my account and and uh, oh my goodness. Read, read some All of right. these. Um, Actually, but, I've got a few as well. <laughs> but we're clearly <laughs> not. Be nasty. We're clearly not the only people that this has happened to because there's. You pointed this out to you me. Think there's so? a Twitter account called <gasps> Best yes. of Submit Hub. Um, yes. Let's just read some of them has, out because they're which anonymous. Which has been dormant also. <laughs> oh yeah, but I don't mind throwing myself under the bus for a laugh. Um, yeah, there's. Uh, <laughs> um, Best of Submit Hub's been dormant for about about uh, a year a or so, year or so, so maybe they're not posting this. anymore. But it's like be. some of the stuff they post so up there. Good. It's like, oh god, yeah, that's us. That's that's me. Um, let's <laughs> let's take let's a read look. Out some of the best from um, Best of Submit Hub. Shout out to Best of Submit Hub. Thanks, Rip. Best of Submit Hub. We love back. you, son. Whilst Jack's looking for his account, if anybody has used Submit Hub <laughs> and has had a positive experience, please join the discussion and let us know because this is just two bitter artists talking about how oh bad this system has been to looking... us and how bad we feel. But it, we, it must work for some people, otherwise it wouldn't still work, right? It can't just be a full-on scam, so surely this works for some people. No? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Let us I'm know. Just, <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just looking through my entire... Um, your whole campaign system yeah. my, mine. I for one probably won't be using it again unless I might try it a second time with what I said before of actually doing a bit more research into who I'm submitting it to and if I think the song would be a good fit for what they are trying to do then I will maybe submit again um, hmm. but the part of my worry with that is looking at the actual acceptance percentage on these people's things and thinking is seven percent acceptance rate worth three pounds of my money for yeah i think as well it's important to see (laughs) a lot of these people uh, have spotify playlists that they maybe add things to and sometimes that looks a little sus to me as well you got to remember that some spotify playlists don't necessarily have um, real listeners. Sometimes you'll see playlists that have maybe six or seven thousand followers. Follows. Um, yeah, fo- followers. I, I don't know. I don't know how the kids. It do doesn't it matter. Things. Who cares? Um, <laughs> but then it shows that there's only like you know monthly five or so listeners, or like between five and fifteen listeners, and that yep. is a bit of an alarm bell to me. It's like you were saying. A if you've bit, got yeah. a page with a huge amount of like a huge following but no yes. engagement or no people yes, actually the same thing on Spotify, consuming yeah. the content it doesn't uh-huh. really um it is it getting really people's up. ears or is it yeah yeah and a lot of a lot of um spotify playlists actually have bots this this, this is very real this is very true uh, have you seen this have you heard about this there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of uh, playlists can hire people to make bot accounts and this happens in countries Ooh. where the GDP is actually is quite low. Um, quite where low. There's, this was, oh, yeah, I remember this, yeah. Yeah, where there's more um, free accounts than premium accounts on Spotify, it becomes cheaper instead of advertising and getting premium accounts that then would give more in royalties and streams Yeah. Um, to listen to a playlist, to just create fake free accounts. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is so usually if a lot of um, playlists or um, artist profiles have a huge amount of listeners um, in 
you know, um, potentially places Chile? like uh, Chile, Argentina, um, Iraq. There's a lot of scope for them being like click farms and bots, um, uh-huh. which I think... Like anything, like that happens with oh, yeah, like, like how to like make anything, cakes like on anything. YouTube. There's bot accounts of that, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. And, with and millions and of views. And that's the way it is, and that's okay. It's more just that if, if say, for some reason you... Um, like you're talking to a playlister and they say hey i've got this great Uh snazzy playlist um and yeah i can give you um one of the high up slots because it people will charge you more to be higher up on the list so that you'll get heard closer to the start of listening Um, if you hit play on a playlist and you haven't got shuffle on that's the song that comes on first so yeah accidental plays (laughs) the (laughs) true um, audience (laughs) the only people that care accidents um oh accidentally <laughs> it was a jumble of letters and it spelled geffergeist i wonder what these people are about. <laughs> danger oh. um but, <laughs> but yeah so just just be aware if something like that is happening on a playlist and someone's charging you a lot of money you can check yeah. it out and see like if you go into the playlist and take a look at some of the people maybe the artists that don't have a huge following um yeah. so they're still fairly grassroots maybe like under 100 followers or monthly listeners I, like me, um, <laughs> uh, you can then look at look at where their Comme music moi. appears and like their top five yeah. countries where they're streamed. And if there are all these places yeah. where it's likely that there's bot farms, then the playlist that they're getting all these views from probably isn't really legit. And it's important yeah. to know that when you have a lot of bots um, mm-hmm. listening to your stuff and maybe not even saving your track your because stuff, spotify cares a lot more about yeah. like the save to listen ratio yeah um, than it does about when this like when this streams. happens um spotify then basically associates you with bots and bad like playlists with no engagement so then it stops you're not recommending making us any money more premium Kicks users you while you're and, down. And more people yeah. that actually listen so yeah. it's important to know what you're getting in bed with because if it's a bad playlist it can actually just be damage a lot more negative your... for your stats and and getting yeah. shared to more people so sometimes sending it off and getting and choosing everything that gets sent back to you doesn't yeah. always work best in your favor um whilst we're on whilst we're just quickly on spotify very quickly mm. want to talk about pre-saving and saving a track um it wants to see a lot of people pre-saving the song and getting lots of buzz about it before it's even released and you must I know it's a pain and it's really, really, you'll probably not get it and all that stuff. You have to submit your song to an editorial playlist before it's released. You can't do it afterwards. Yes. So if you want to mm-hmm. do it beforehand and do it two weeks at minimum beforehand, because they, again, they get about 40,000 tracks a day is a lot. Jeez. And there's a good chance they won't even listen to it. But if you don't submit it before it's released, it will not get on a playlist. So you have to So if you want to get things. listed on like Monday Indie Bangers Monday for the mood. Soul. Don't talk to me before I have my coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Coffee house wank fest. (laughs) PSL season listening vibes tune Coachella. Um, So So, yeah, it's very important. Submit it before you release it. Neither of us have been on editorial playlists, so we're not the best ones to give advice. This is just me kind of regurgitating things I've been taught. Um, The (laughs) pre-save thing, though, I think is very important because more people save your song as you were saying the more spotify sort of takes notice it takes more notice of that than it does of oh listen to 200 times by one guy on a loop you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cheers <laughs> but pre-save campaigns let's have a little talk about that because we've done quite a similar thing this time i think mm. 
yeah. with pre-saving. Um, so the main advice you get for pre-saving from a lot of the big, like, Spotify, let's increase your streams by 12,000 to a million for only this amount of money. Um, for only £999 to- <laughs> pounds a day, packages starting from... <laughs> Great, thanks. So I need 400 thanks, grand in the hole before anyone wants to listen to my shite tune. <laughs> A lot of folk recommend doing like Instagram story like swipe up things, but you need mm. ten thousand followers to do that. So that's not well, gonna work, is it? Back to the drawing oh, board again. Back to the drawing board. Um, but what if I buy ten thousand bots? <laughs> yay! The best thing I found for pre-saving <laughs> was one posting about it encouraged people in your audience to just pre-save it anyway. Um because a lot of people aren't really that aware of what pre-saving is, or at least my audience some of them mm. had to be like wait what is pre-saving what am i doing here um so it's a little confusing so yeah do a post explaining what pre-saving is and why it helps you and just reach out to people literally say this will help me for x and y reason we'd I'd really appreciate it if you could pre-save it because either they'll get back to you saying yep no problem or no i don't use spotify but i'm happy to share it or they'll ignore you those are the three things that will happen so yeah. you get two good results and one that's just well they weren't interested, and that's not exactly two stars and a, a neutral result. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why that's my advice to anyone who wants to run a pre-save pre-save campaign. Start it early as well, so like two weeks before, so you can try and get like up to like say a hundred or so. Like I was talking to some PR guy, and he was like, even the big artists they don't get more than like five hundred or something, and most of them don't run pre-save campaigns anymore anyway because they'll just get listeners. Like if Foo Fighters released a single tomorrow, you think it's not going to be on a playlist? You kidding? So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, th- I think a lot yeah. of it is very grassroots, trying to improve your audience and build more of a following. Um, but I, yeah, yeah, you're right. It, if you if you're huge and you can just yeah drop a track and go. Oh yeah, I've got a new Why track. Why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, loyal. Go comment. away, Foo Fighters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he dropped us. He's going to drop a song at six pm tonight, and I'm quite excited, unfortunately. <laughs> I know. Oh yeah, yeah, London. Trust. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you, Trust. thank you. Can I yeah. get more than beat oh. in my ears? It's Can I get more London beat and a bit more me? I'm so good. I love. Oh, he I love is loyal. so good. Loyal so, Carter. He's so London. He's the best. Guy. Moving on. Um, Moving on. Anyway, he doesn't need our yeah, help. Um, you need our help. Here's our help. <laughs> My help isn't working for me. Uh, um. <laughs> 404 help not found. Basically, it's it's important to try and do a pre-save campaign if you can because a lot of the response you get is just from actually reaching out and talking to people. And I think that more often than Human not... Human interaction. Yeah, more often than not, people go, oh, of course, yeah, if you're asking for help, then I'm not going to deny you. And it's really nice to feel that sense of community, particularly yes. um, from the music industry and you know friends that you have that are also in bands and creatives because they all get the struggle and we, you know we hate exactly. feeling spammy and be like hi guys here's this link please follow in pretty i don't like the ones that are like hi sorry for the obvious copy and paste message like no just make the effort say hi how was your wedding or whatever i've got i've <laughs> just got copy and paste wedding <laughs> How was your wedding? It's like... I hate the ones that are like, but, lol, sorry for the copy and paste message. I'm like, well, you didn't even bother. Just, ugh, I don't know. Yeah, th- again, we'll go back to personal touch thing. I just like that better. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I hate feeling like I'd be trying to use someone's attention or time as, as a product and I don't want to give anything back because if anything, this is just solidified to me that we're all in the same boat and everyone's just trying to help yeah. each other out so let's help each other out instead of yeah only, only spamming at each other when we want something in return um i'll never but, not yeah. pre-save someone's song now if i see a post about same, it or if they same. reach out i'll never not 
because it's so it takes two seconds and the other good thing about (laughs) the other good thing about pre-saving is that it converts once your song is released it converts it into uh, followers for your page which is how my new band page spanking new brand page band page nobody knows about it got 100 follows because i had 100 pre-saves and Mm, it just converted them if they aren't already following your account then a pre-save becomes a follow I'm, i'm fairly certain exactly yeah I'm I incredibly found, certain. I, found I don't a... know how else it would happen. <laughs> I want to do a brief just to sort of counteract the the negativity that we have towards Submit Hub. I want to flip it on its head and talk a bit about Muso Soup and how yes. they've helped me with my last two releases. Muso Soup, when you when you hear it, you'll think it's about this it's pretty much the same idea, but it's not quite it's not quite that. So you can do a campaign on Muso Soup, which you set it up and they will send your campaign to lots of people who lots of blogs and sites and playlists and everybody who use the site. Um and there's a small charge just to set the campaign up. You don't have to pay for every single time anyone gives you bad feedback. That's the difference, really. <laughs> you set yeah. it's like fifteen quid. You'll get the you'll get emails when someone saves your thing, you'll get an email when someone offers you like a promo a promotional package or whatever it would be. So you get like a new offer thing and it comes through and they'll often say in the offer thing, hi, we can give you this, this, this. Here's an example of what we can do for you. We're asking for X amount of money to do this. And you get to say whether you want to pay that or not. You can say, no, actually, Mm -hmm. no, thanks. That's too much. You don't have to pay every time someone's like, love it, declined. So I, and and you can go and check out the sites and their social media and you can chat with the person before you accept it as well. So you can clear some Mm -hmm. stuff up if you want in a little chat thing. And with my last two releases, Muso Soup has given me lots of really, really good coverage. So I just want to quickly say, if you don't want to do Submit Hub and you don't want to have random punches in the face, I would recommend Muso Soup over them. Mm, I think Muso Soup's probably, because it's a much newer service, it's definitely less um, overflowing with with people. So it seems Uh like with Submit Hub, people get, you know, tens of thousands of um, things submitted to them like Mm. every week or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But with MusoSweep, it seems definitely a lot more personal, whether that's just like the interface that they've done that makes it feel more personal. But I think it definitely, it it doesn't seem as slapdash and just firing blanks in every direction. I mean, even looking at the two sites, Submit Hub looks, you get a huge list of people to, mm. to submit who, which is amazing. You get to pick them all. But I like MusoSoup a bit better because you just put your campaign out there, you put your genres in, and they there must be something in the middle where people can view your campaign and say, no, that's not for me, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. they get to yeah, decide, and, and then, rather than you sending it to Brazil, acoustic guitar hits, and it's an electronic song, and they're like, yeah, no, funnily enough. So <laughs> <laughs> the blogs enough. and the reviewers no. get to decide whether it's for you or not, whether it's for them yeah. or not, sorry. Yeah, Which I think is way better yeah, than a huge list of people, lot, and you've no idea who any of them are. Yeah, it's a lot better because it feels more like an actual collaboration, and them yes. wanting to, you know, work with you. And mm-hmm. sure, well, whilst they might charge something, a lot of people will also have a little stipulation. Uh, I've seen before where Ooh, people will uh-huh. people will say, "We're asking for a donation if you want us to write up a review or do a, an interview that we'll yeah. post on our platform." Even if you say no, we'll still add it to our Spotify playlist. Exactly. So and I, I think, think that, that's, that's really down key to the personal well. touches that, you know. Yes, that we were talking the, about before from I the artist. I think they get side. that not uh-huh. everyone can afford promo, but they yeah, might still want to help out and say, else. I like this song, so I'm going to include it in my in my uh, playlists, even if you yeah. you can't pay because I like yeah. it. And I think that's, that's really good. It gives it a bit more of a community sense, which is 
I'm definitely with you there. Yeah, that's always, really nice. Yeah. Always a help. In conclusion, I've really enjoyed our friendship. It's been great, and I think you're really fun. Decline. <laughs> <laughs> you're my best friend, and I couldn't do anything in my life without you. Declined. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, right. That's probably enough, right? That's plenty of bitching for one podcast. Yeah, that's probably probably <sighs> plenty to talk about. Uh, the song that you heard at the start and um, we'll be hearing at the end as well is Ghosts of You by some friends of ours in the Verona Snow. Um, so we're in a, we're, we, we've worked with um, Lee yep. and David before. Um, this is a duo project, um, but it's also... Um, people that we've worked with in a band called Echo Arcadia. Yep. Um, so you may hear some songs that have bridged the gap if you uh, if you listen to Echo Arcadia before, mm-hmm. but they've just released their debut EP, um, which was out on the same day as, as Graceless was, oh, if gosh. I'm not yeah, mistaken, right, on yeah. the 30th of October. Competition! It's out everywhere on Spotify and Apple mm-hmm. Music. Uh, the Verona Snow. So, yeah, this, the EP is called Sonda. The artwork is amazing. I really oh, love it. And it's cute. Lee the... The, the singer's partner who did it um, which is really nice and lovely so yeah Ghost of You have a listen to that and uh, if you if you listen to this and you've released some music too and you want to send it in and maybe have it as the intro and outro music for an episode yes please please do you can hit us up uh, on on social media I'm at Jack Hinks Music and you can get in touch with me or you can get in touch with me I refuse to give my I'm refusing to give my handles this thing <laughs> okay fair enough <laughs> protest okay fair enough you can get in touch with me um <laughs> Send us a Spotify link or an MP3. All right. Thank you guys very much for listening to Line Check Podcast. We're back next week with another episode. Um, until then, stay, stay hungry. Stay frosty. <laughs> we'll be back next week. As I sleep like little memories